Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Newton's Nuggets. This is the show where we talk to people that are much more intelligent than me, and they're really quite good at business. Um, basically, guys, what we've done here is me and Jesse have sussed how to get an hour with really clever people, and they teach us loads of stuff. And then, and then we pass that time on to you lot. So you can get that for free as well. See, Jesse, we are a sensible business podcast. <laughs> you are welcome, ladies and gentlemen. And yep. uh, remember, you can, especially if you're using Giphy keyboards and things, you can use the GIF Sensible Business Podcast. Oh, mate, that GIF is just beautiful. Uh, thank you, Mel Wakeman, for being on that GIF. Yep. I don't know if she knows she's a GIF yet. I'm sure I put it in a chat to us all. Yeah, we must have told her. We're good like that, right? Sure. You mean like the other one that I did for a friend of mine, and I thought, I'll create it, I'll send it to her, and she'll tell me to take it down. And she didn't. <laughs> and that GIF has now had 300,000 views. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the one of Mel... That's hit something like 11,000 in a ridiculous... I'm literally trying to load it up now. The, the way that the it works is not as obvious as you'd think. But, yeah, I'm loading it up now, so I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah, 12,000. 12, We're just trying... 12,000 views is that now. Jeez, that's wrong. Um, so, so what was it? Uh, professional Business Podcast? Yeah. Nice. If you search that, it should come up. I need to see that all over Facebook. That'll just make me laugh so much. Right, that's not what we're here for today, okay? And we promised that we'd do a short intro so people can actually listen to the amazingness that we've got today. Okay, so... so See, anyone watching YouTube, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, as, per usual, podcast, nothing. as per usual, nothing. we'll do a visual gag for the two people who watch on YouTube. And for the all of the thousand seven people who watch or listen to the podcast, what, what, what was what was thou seven? Yeah, thou seven. Yeah, that's seven. what I said. Awesome, good. I'm back in the game. Seven people. Um, and Paulie's comfortable again. Paulie's comfy. Paulie is comfy in his living room that he's using as a studio. It's all good. So today we have an amazing lady called Becca Pountney. I mean. Right, this one was down to Jesse again, okay? Because me and Jesse kind of got a deal that I sort out most of the guests that come on the show. But every so often, he'll meet someone amazing and he'll just be like, Paul, Paul, just trust me. We need this person on the show. Becca Pountney, she runs a Facebook group that Jesse is part of and it helps wedding professionals. It helps them further their business, further themselves, make more out of their business and themselves. So it really does line up with what Newton's Nuggets is trying to do. She's also the reason that Jesse met Alan Berg, who was on the show a few weeks back. And that was a brilliant interview. Now, I loved Alan. And I think that you lot are going to have your socks absolutely blown off by how awesome Becca is as well. Is that fair, Jesse? I absolutely, 100%. Becca is fantastic. She's awesome, isn't she? And she gives so much time to help other people. It's just, I love it. I love it. I absolutely love doing this interview, Jesse. I didn't, I wouldn't say I go in, I went in blind to this interview. I did a bit of research, looked into her, looked into her background, what she'd done, how she helps people and stuff. And I was up for this interview. But sometimes, no matter how much research you do, someone still comes in and just blows you away because you're like, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that. And oh my word, this woman's nuts, but she's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she fits in with nuggets. I like that. Um, Jesse, if you're happy, I'll just do the intro to Becca. Let's do it. You're going to hear a short advert from one of our sponsors this week. And then it's over to the interview with the amazing Becca Powney. Newton's Nuggets. Okay, this advert is for NikkiBootenCoaching.co.uk. Now, Nikki is a confidence coach. She specializes in survivors of domestic abuse. So for once, you're going to hear me go a little bit sensible for a while. This is not instead of counseling, okay? Counseling is about dealing with what's happened, whereas Nikki works for people to help them change their future. 
Nikki's been a great friend to this show for a long time, and she's actually one of our first guests that we had. So please go and have a look at nikkibootencoaching.co.uk. And you know what Jesse's like. The links are going to be in the description, so you can just click on one of them and go and have a look at what Nikki is up to. Thanks a lot, guys. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Right, I'm really excited about this one because I have seen this lady working before and helping loads of people in the wedding industry. She didn't know that I was watching. I was hiding in one of her seminars, and Jessie kind of said to me, look, you need to meet this lady. She's absolutely awesome. She's lovely, and she kicks people's backsides at the same time. So, ladies and gents, I want to introduce you all to the amazing Becca Pountney. Becca, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much. What a wonderful introduction. You can introduce me more often. Um, mate, I will happily be your I'll, I'll be your front man. I will carry your microphones for you. I will happily introduce you on stage whenever you need it. Um, something I have learned from working with Jesse is if he says, oh, this person's awesome, we, we need to have a chat with him on the show, it's worth it. He's always spot on. Um, so yeah, having a recommendation from him goes a long way. So, Becca, do you want to tell everyone who you are, what you do, and why they should listen to us for half an hour or so? Absolutely. So, my name's Becca Poutney. You pronounced it correctly. So many people pronounce yes. it wrong. So, my name's Becca Poutney. I'm a wedding industry expert. I'm a speaker, and I'm also a blogger. Um, and I basically help in the main wedding business owners to connect with each other and to market their business more successfully but wider than that I'm really passionate about building connections and that's what I'm hoping we're going to be talking about a little bit more over this session today and you need to keep listening to find out why you the listener are now only five connections away from hanging out with David Beckham. What the I'm interested now so we're going to be hanging out with David Beckham by the end of the show? Well, potentially, if you do your connecting well, yes. I am so impressed already. Jesse, you were right, mate. I'm going to enjoy this. So, so Becca, why the wedding industry? Why? What made you? Because I've heard that you've got a really varied career and a really varied background. Why have you now picked on the wedding industry? Okay, so if we go right back to my early career, that was in television production. So I went to university, I did television. We can talk a bit more about that in a little while, if you like. And then I moved from television into radio. Uh, and while I was in radio, I had my first child. Um, and I decided that I wanted to kind of have my own business so I could be a bit more flexible around him. Uh, so I picked back up with my TV degree and set up a wedding video business. So that was my kind of foray into the wedding industry with my wedding business. Uh, and then I moved from Bristol where I was living at the time over to Bedfordshire. And I started holding some networking nights to meet other people in the wedding industry because it's all about connections. And it soon became apparent more people were interested in my help and advice with their marketing and my background in the radio and the TV uh, than they were in my wedding business. And that's how my current business was born back in 2016. So it was kind of an accident in a way. I never planned to be doing what I'm doing now, but it just evolved over time. And uh, yeah, that brings us to where we are today. Isn't that kind of the best way to start a business? You fall into something and find out you love it. And I'm so with you on the connection thing, right? I'm a, I'm a massive lover of networking, okay? Now, there is something that annoys me in networking, and I'll touch on that in a sec, but I love networking. Because most of my business comes from contacts that I've met or who I've proved that I'm any good at doing magic work, for example, or I've proved that I can speak on stage. People see me and they recommend me on. If I didn't have those connections, I'd be stuffed. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I am a big believer in that. So my dad taught me from a very young age that it was all about who I knew, not what I knew. And they taught me that right back from the beginning when I was at school. We used to make fun of my dad because he used to go out to these networking meetings all the time because he owned his own business. And now I've realized I've basically become my dad by accident. But he's kind of taught me that ethos right from a young age. And uh, that's where my TV career kind of started. So we had a neighbor down the street who worked at the TV 
station, uh, the local TV station. And when I was a child, he wanted someone to come and present a top Christmas toys thing. So he asked me if I was available and I went and did this presenting. I was only about eight or nine years old. And from that moment on, I was like, I'm going to work in television. This is amazing. So when it came to my work experience in year 10, when all my friends were going off to the shop or the school, um, my dad went back to our connection down the road and said, remember when Becca helped you out when she was eight? Well, now you can help her out back. Can you get some work experience at the TV station? And that was my first um, job in TV age. I think I was 15, if not 16. Uh, and I was at my work experience at the local TV station. And that's where my TV career began. That's awesome. And one of my buddies at school, uh, he did his work experience at a magic shop in central London because we both love magic. But because he had the nerve to walk into the shop and go, I want to do my work experience here. What can I do for you to let you say yes? And they went, we just like your attitude. You can work for us for two weeks. And that was it. It's helped his career no end from back when he was 15. Brilliant. Just Right, okay. So we love networking. I'm going to tell you something that I don't like about networking. Okay. And I'm really hoping that you kind of agree with me because this is a bugbear of mine. I've gone to networking meetings and I've had other magicians not turn up because they found out I was going to be there. And this annoys me. Because a lot of the time, I actually want to see those magicians with a crowd so I can recommend them if I'm doing a gig. Why do people see it as competition, whereas we could collaborate with each other? Oh, because they're ridiculous. And unfortunately, not everyone has the same ethos as we do. Um, but if anyone spends more than five minutes with me, they'll realize that I'm all about collaboration over competition. And I preach this all the time because actually there's enough work out there for everyone. And actually, we can have the best connections with the people that do exactly the same as us. Why? Because just like you said, we can refer work to each other, but also they fully understand what you're doing and you can help make each other's businesses better, uh, which is why I love working in the wedding industry, because there's lots of people of different kind of supplier types, florists and videographers and photographers. But there's also lots of people that do the same things who can say, well, actually, I struggle with this area. What do you do that can help me out? What makes it better? So if you are out there going to a networking event or not going because you think there's going to be too much of people doing the same thing, uh, then I recommend you actually go because actually yeah. a room full of the people doing the same thing as you can be just as beneficial as a room full of people who don't. And you can you can sit there and whinge about the things that annoy all of us while running our own businesses that your friends who are employed won't understand and won't get, but you can have a proper chat about it. And sometimes when you do the, oh, I can't believe I had to chase this invoice for blah, 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 blah. Somebody will go, why don't you just try this instead? And you might get that idea that saves you loads of time and creates an extra fortune that you didn't see. And I just, ah, I'm, I'm glad that you like the collaborate thing. Thanks, Becca. Absolutely. Uh, and the other thing is, you're exactly right, being vulnerable, because that brings me on to what my biggest bugbear at networking is, or in these kind of situations, is when people pretend their business is better than it is so we've all been at those networking meetings where you go to talk to someone and you're like so how's business going and for some reason they feel like they've got to be perfect so they say oh I'm fully booked everything's amazing like I know how to do Instagram I know how to do this and they like put on this persona as if it's going to impress you but actually all it does is make you think I don't really want to talk to you because you make me feel bad about myself and actually you're probably lying so the best thing we can do at networking is to do exactly what you said and be vulnerable and just say you know what like my business is going pretty well but actually you know I'm working too many hours and actually like my systems are a bit rubbish and actually I don't spend as much time on my website as I should and have you got any tips to help me and what's going on in your business and where are you struggling maybe we can help each other so uh, we both have some networking bugbears but I think they're along the same lines. Becca I love you that you're, you're spot on mate I've okay one of the biggest things for me was in 2020 when when the whole pandemic thing hit, okay? I had two businesses. One was a magician and an entertainer, you know, in front of crowds of people. The other was as a speaker, where you need crowds of people. And being told you're not allowed in front of more than 30 people, it kind of kicked the backside of both my businesses. And one of the best things I ever did was when people started turning around and going, so how are you doing? I went, really rubbish. I, I, I have two businesses that need people in front of me and all of a sudden they went oh oh yeah we we hadn't thought of that 
So then when we started doing more online stuff for mental theft and for magic, the wave of people that wanted to help support it, I don't know if they would have been there if I'd done the the bravado thing or the showman thing of everything's all right, smile and everyone will laugh. If I'd gone that route, I don't think we would have got the support that we now have. Um, so, yeah, to everyone listening, other business owners are human beings too. Who'd have thought it? Oh, it does make me laugh. It really does. And it's exactly what you said. Those people who are doing the, our business is great. It's awesome. It's amazing. And, and then they're not selling anywhere and they don't get why. Yeah. And you see them online as well. It's not just in person. And you might be this person online where you just constantly pretend everything's perfect. And we're not saying that you need to, you know, unload all your woes on the Internet. Like there's things that you don't need to be sharing, but it's just being that it's being a human. And when you're in these networking groups, Facebook groups, asking questions and being humble enough to listen to people or to help other people in in return, that's where you build true connection because people want to help each other. And if they see you're a genuine person with a struggle, too, um, then they're much more likely to connect with you than if they think that you're up on this pedestal and you're perfect. Because let's be honest, none of us are perfect and none of us have the perfect business. And often when people are saying, oh, I earn all this money. And actually when you dig down deep into their lives, sometimes, yeah, this business looks successful, but there's other stuff going on behind the scenes. So it's about being genuine, honest, humble and being a good person. And then you can actually build some really good connection. Love that, mate. Yes, you can. Um, right, okay, a couple of things I'm going to go back on there. On the point of collaboration and, and you know, how, how we've just both admitted that we don't like seeing everyone as competition, we would prefer to collaborate. A little birdie tells me that you've started a podcast. Yes, I am starting my podcast. It's been a long time coming. I've wanted to start a podcast for over a year and uh, the perfectionist in me has just held me back and other projects oh, have got in the way. But it is coming and now it's going to be there hopefully by the end of March. It should be out. So yeah. Awesome. So that means by the time this show goes out, it will be up and running. So do you have the name nailed? Yes, I do. It's called The Wedding Pros Who Are Ready to Grow Podcast. So it's all about growing your wedding business. But whatever business you've got, the tips. Uh, yeah, this is it. That's something I wanted to say as well. When I came into your seminar and I watched a few different people speak, um, your energy and enthusiasm for every single one was amazing, by the way. I don't know if anyone's told you this, but you are a brilliant online presenter. I loved it. Okay. And secondly, all of the information that was given out could be used for almost any business. And that, that was one of those moments. I was sat there watching that going, do they get, do people get this? Other people could be watching this and getting some amazing nuggets of information from your seminars. Um, Okay, so that's the nice collaboration bit, okay? And I know what Jesse's like. I know that if, as soon as your show's up and running, he'll have links to your show in the description of this, okay? So, so let's get some more people. To, guys, go and have a listen. Listen to her first one. She, see how well she does. Um, okay, so TV production, radio, jumped over to weddings, had a baby boy. Have you only got one or have you got more? No, I've got a bit, uh, well, not a baby anymore, but I've also got a girl. So I've got two children. Uh, the oldest is eight and the youngest is five. So we've just reached a point where they're both in school. And now I have more time during the day where I'm not Ooh. juggling my business and having to have children at home as well. So we're in a new phase. It's very exciting. Right. I'm going, I'm going to ask you a random question then. Um, your seminar that you did, I did notice that there was nice breaks for me to go on the school run. Was that absolutely you're exactly right because I work my business entirely around my family life and for me that's what my business has always been about that's the reason that I started my business why I went into weddings in the first place was because for me success was about having something I could do that I could be creative and I could love what I do but for me it was so that I could always also always go and pick up my children from school. And for me, that's a really small thing. That's not what everyone wants out of a business. But for me, that was huge because like I talked about my dad earlier, one thing I loved about my dad being self-employed was that he was always there when I needed him and he could come to my school assemblies. And if I needed him to pick me up from somewhere, he was always there because he could work his diary around it. And I loved seeing my parents having that. And um, I've always wanted that for myself. So you are right. There was gaps for the school run. There was gaps to give children tea and put them to bed 
bed and uh, it was perfectly formed around my home life because that's you know when you own your own business and it's just you that's the great thing about it you can adapt it exactly how you want to and do you know what why not why do we have to fit into other people's half eight till five o'clock world when this is my business I can do what I want um and actually I've got I've got an appointment making calendar thing now so if somebody wants to have a meeting with me if I if I think they're the right person to meet with I can give them a link to get onto my calendar and they can book half hour hour whatever I think is right I've had one person moan because they spotted that my times were between nine and quarter to three and nobody can book me past quarter to three on a weekday because I'm doing the school run. And seriously, I had one guy moan at me and he went, oh, what are you doing? Are you doing the school run or something? And I went, yes. And, and honestly, his face on Zoom, he just went, oh. Um, I was like, what? Don't, is a dad not allowed to do the school run? And, and yeah, his, he, he went from, I'm a big man, I can do that to, oh, you actually want to be there for your kid. Yeah, yeah, I do. I prefer to do that than some of the meetings I'm at, to be honest with you. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's great, isn't it? Because that's the benefit of running your own business. You can do the scheduling exactly how you want. And I think sometimes as business owners, we can get into the habit of thinking we have to do what other people want. But the whole yeah. benefit of owning your own business with the other things that come with it that aren't so great is that you can fit it around whenever you want. And you can go on holiday when you want and you can go for coffee whenever you want and you can work whenever you want. And that means sometimes finishing early or picking up a child who's sick. And that means sometimes staying up till midnight because you haven't finished what you're supposed to do for the next day. And that's just how it comes. It swings and roundabouts. But for me, the biggest thing is just not having to work for someone else anymore. I love that. I like being in control of my own destiny. And that's another reason I had to leave the radio station because I just had two big ideas and I couldn't implement them all because I was just little old me at the radio station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm completely with you. And Somebody who's been interviewed on the show before, he's built his own business, his family have the lifestyle they want, he's got the money he wants, he doesn't want to be a multimillionaire. But one of the things he does is he always takes a break when the chase is on to watch that. And he loves watching the chat, and that's his thing. And why not? He literally diverts all calls to somebody else who answers the phone for him, and then he'll go back to work when he's ready. I, I like choices like that. Right, so... Let's do a bit of shameless promotion of you, okay? Whilst I'm also going to pick your brains so that me and Jesse can write loads of notes and help our businesses. Okay. Awesome. So just for example, right, if you knew a magician in the wedding industry, you know, just, just <laughs> random there, how would you, if they were starting up in the wedding industry, how would you get them to network with other people? How would you get them in front of brides and grooms? Okay, so the first thing I would do is say you can't expect people to come to you. So you've got to be, again, in control of your own destiny. You can do whatever you want to do, but you've got to get in front of the right people. So first up, you need to think about where those people are hanging out. Where are they going to be? So are we trying to get in front of couples, for example? Well, where are couples spending their time? Where are they looking for their wedding magician? Are they going to wedding shows? Who are they speaking to? Who do they trust? Okay, we know that they trust venues. Quite often in the wedding industry, people go to the venue first. Okay, so now we know they're hanging out at the venue. So we're thinking, right, well, how can I be also hanging out at the venue? So then we're thinking, right, now we need to get a connection with the venue because if the venue recommend us on, then that's even better than us just being at the venue. And so then we're thinking, well, what can we do to get in front of the venue? Now, we, at this point, we have to think, well, why is the venue going to want to work with us? Okay, so we're thinking, why is this venue going to work with us and this is the place where people make the mistake because they go to the venue and they go hi mr venue or mrs venue please promote me okay and the venue is going to turn around and go no or why like why should i promote you okay and this is where most people go wrong however if we start thinking about it as building a connection how do we build a connection with someone if we want to make a friend in the playground do we go up to them and just be like we start playing with me. Okay, maybe as a child you might, but as an adult, it's weird. Okay, instead, we need to find something in common. We need to find a way to help them or to work with them in a way that they want. So if we go up to a child in the playground and say, hey, me and my friends are playing football. Do you want to come and join us? They're much more likely to do it. Why? Because there's a benefit to them. 
So when we go to the venues, we need to think, well, what could I do for that venue rather than what can that venue do for me? Okay, so we're thinking, what could I do for that venue? I've got a podcast. Maybe I could invite that venue to be on the podcast. That's great promotion for them. Maybe you've got a wedding blog on your website. You can think, well, I could go there, take photos and say I'll feature them on my blog. Maybe they've got an event coming up, a wedding industry um, event, like a wedding showcase or a wedding fair. And you could say, look, I'd love to come and entertain the guests, give them a better experience that night. I'll come and do live magic for free uh, and therefore be there and help you out. When you're helping someone out, they're much more likely to say yes. Okay, at that point, you've then become the person that's helped them out. When you're the person that's helped them out, naturally, eventually, they want to help you out back but you have to go in with the expectation that you're helping them rather than the expectation that they're helping you you following yep yep in in like two minutes you've just done about five months of work that is amazing that's brilliant mate right jesse can we slow her down because we we need people no no okay jesse's on your side on this one mate that's brilliant that is brilliant and, and you're right, so many people, I've seen magicians and florists who are new and balloon people that are new trying to walk into amazing venues and just go, I want you to promote me. It's like, you, have, you, you haven't even said hello. What, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Try and, and when I started out trying to get into weddings, I did some of the paid-for like wedding fairs and everyone was going, oh, you're trying to meet hundreds of brides and grooms. Yes, but that actually wasn't my main focus. My main focus was to prove to all the other suppliers how good I was. And then if at that fair they all start talking about you, then the venues at that fair go, oh, can we have a chat? Of course we can. What if, Have you got things coming up that I can help you with? And straight away, you're being nice to those venues. You're being helpful to those venues. And then when they have their own private showcases come up, they'd invite me. That's exactly it. It's just building connections and it's making your own destiny. What people do too often is they say, no one came and spoke to me. No venues notice me. No one wants to reach out to me on Facebook. And I'm like, well, that's fine. But like, what do you expect? Now, um, I'll tell you a little story that kind of revolutionized the way I thought about this was in the wedding industry. We have awards. okay? and there's a big thing about wedding awards, because ultimately you basically put yourself forward for the award. And when people find out about that, they're like, oh, well, that's funny. You're putting yourself forward for the award and then you've won the award and people get funny about it. However, I've worked in television and radio. Those people win awards, not because some big important man came over to them and said, you should win an award. No, they put themselves forward for the award. If you want to win an Oscar, if you want to win a BAFTA, if you want to win a Sony, the production company writes the application and puts themselves forward for the award. Yes, they don't do the judging process, but they've done that. But we think as wedding business owners or whoever else, there's some big man up there somewhere that we're just waiting for them to phone us and tell us that we're great. We should win an award. But actually, we have to do that work ourselves. And it's the same with networking. It's the same with marketing. It's the same with building your business. You can't just wait for someone to phone you. It's up to you to go out there. And you might get some no's, but you only need one yes to transform everything. Mate, and you're right. And yes, you will get some no's, okay? As, as, you can ask any question you like to any person in the world as long as you can handle the answer being no. Because the fact is there will be no's and every so often you'll get an amazing yes. And then you'll go, well, if I hadn't asked, I'd never have got that. I like that. I like that. And je- je- just so you know, Jesse every so often pings me little notes in the chat while he's sat there quietly listening to us. And he's just said about some um, podcast awards that are coming up. And I know this young lady who's starting her own podcast. And with the attitude she's got, I think we should point her to them, Jesse, because she's going to get newcomer podcast of the year next year, I reckon. Um, but yeah, if you want to know about them, we'll let you know about them as well, Becca. Absolutely. Mate. I like this. Okay, so I'm now going to ask you about the thing that that made you kind of come up on my radar, um, and and this was the seminars that you put on. 
So how often do you do them? Why do you do them? They can't be, they can, right, I'll be blatant. They can't be earning you a fortune because I snuck in for free. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't earn me anything. I put them on for free. Um, so I do How it very dare you doing all of that great content and helping people and not charging them a fortune. What? I'll be honest. It's one of the reasons I like you already. Yeah. So basically I've been putting on the wedding pro summit for the last, I think this was the fourth year that I did it. Um, now, obviously I'm not completely altruistic. There is some benefit to me because otherwise why would I spend all my time doing it? However, I have a heart for the wedding industry and I want everyone to be able to get great teaching once a year, whether or not um, they can afford it or not. However, I then also have my paid membership. So I show people in that summit, the quality of the experts that I work with. And if they want that every single month, then they can come into my wedding pro membership, which Jesse's part of. Um, also, it's great for me again to make connections because I get people on my podcast or when it comes out and uh, on my summit as well that then I can go back and be interviewed on their podcasts and their summits and it puts me in their world um, it puts me on that stage and it helps me stay positioned as that wedding industry expert because people know me for my connections and the fact that I can bring in these great speakers great content and I take that job very seriously as well I'm very careful about the people that I bring in because I believe I've got a platform that's influencing other people in the wedding industry and I want to make sure I'm using that for good and only bringing in people that align with my values and are teaching the right things so yes it is once a year it's always in January because in January in the wedding industry we're all a bit depressed because when yeah. it's happening in the summer we've run out of money it feels like a long time till spring summer is coming and more money's coming in and uh, so yeah I tend to do it as a way to start off the year and to get people focused for the year ahead Mate, you're right. There's something about so entertainment world. It's spring, summer weddings are amazing. Then you get some winter weddings up to December and the Christmas parties are brilliant for me. And then it kind of hits at the end of the first week of January and you go, everything's gone. But they'll go, whatever. And it's dark. Why is it so dark? It just annoys me. And then you did that. So I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Um, and that's as, as a freeloader who snuck in. I really enjoyed it. And really really good on the dropping that jesse is already a member because if you've got somebody like him in as a customer and i know how much he likes it i know how much he appreciates it all of our listeners will know that jesse doesn't take people uh, he just if it's worth it he's there if it's not worth it he's gone and forgotten about it. he just moves on really really well okay so we like that um i don't know how to ask this one so i'll do it carefully okay another birdie told me that you run networking events every so often and and i'll be honest i've kind of heard a secret that maybe you didn't earn much money out of them either no they're also free as well <laughs> Yes, they are also free. But again, it's because for me, it's making connections. I told you at the beginning, my entire business started from those networking events, the business that I run now, because I put on free networking events as a way for me to grow my wedding video business. And I remember once I started shifting over and charging people to help them one to one or to come to workshops, I said to them then, and I've kept to that now, these events will always be free these networking events will always be free. It's a collaborative thing for me. So it doesn't cost me because I'm collaborating with the venue because I can show them the benefit to them of having people in their venue. Um, and it's a great place for me to meet people, people to find out that they like me, that they can trust me, that I'm a genuine person and I'm not the person in the room going, I'm amazing. I, everything's perfect in my life because that's not who I am. And then if they then think that there's value to be had, that's up to them to come and join in with my stuff and I'll happily help them. But again, I want everyone to have that opportunity to be able to meet people, whether or not they've got the money to invest now with me or down the line or never. That doesn't really matter to me. Um, it's more about building those connections because I know every connection will lead to something. There might be someone that I meet at that networking event that doesn't buy anything from me for another two years, or they might never buy anything from me, but they might recommend me to a, an organizer of an event or a venue somewhere else. And actually I had a funny thing happen to me this week. So I've been invited back to speak at a, an event called WedCon this year. And I spoke there in 2019. 
And I actually didn't think that I had very much from that. I had one person that I knew joined my membership off the back of it. Um, but in my head, that was kind of it. It was a great event. I loved doing it. And I said I'd go back. And when they sent me the promotional material for this next event, they put in there a picture and I haven't shared this anywhere yet, um, but they put in there a picture and I looked at that picture and I realized everyone in the picture is now in my world. And so although I didn't think I had got anything from it, like 90% of the picture, people in that picture were my, are now my members and the other ones are in my free group. And so actually, even when you don't realize that you've had an impact or you've made a connection, actually you probably have and that is why I will do those events for free forever they're on my timing they're not particularly like I don't promise to do them every month or every week because they're free but when I can do them and when I'm in a position to do them I will do them and they will always be free and, and you're right as well what a great way for a venue to show off to a bunch of potential suppliers how good they are that's that's genius mate well done I like that um I mean, you know, we'll, I'll probably convince you to charge people money to earn, earn something out of it. But no, I do like that, though. And you understand it. You get What sort of area do you normally do the live ones in? So at the moment, I'm mostly in Bedfordshire, Hertfordshire, Buckinghamshire, Cambridgeshire area. But I am expanding and we're hoping to come down to kind of Dorset, Winchester, so it's like Hampshire area very soon. We're in talks with a venue down there to come down that direction. So if you've got listeners in that direction that want to come along, look out on my social media and Jesse's social media because I'm sure he'll be shouting about it. Well, well just, just, you know, we, we won't record this bit, obviously, but do you want a magician to come along? Always. Always. Yeah. Yay. Thanks, mate. Right. So in, in about half an hour, we've covered your TV work, the radio work, your branding, your marketing. I even I, I seem to recall you even helped Jesse with his rebrand to the rainbow stuff, which I, I've got to say, and I said this to Jesse before, I think that was genius. It fits so well with what Jesse loves and what he does and how great he is with almost every person in the world I, I i don't know why he does as much as he does to be honest with you so, so what else what else is going to be happening in becca's world well there's always something else happening in becca's world i, I had it's, a feeling it, there was it's changing all the time and because i i genuinely believe you can do anything with the right connections i am constantly looking for what i want to do next my big thing on my bucket list right now is i want to go and speak at the wedding summit in las vegas so if there's anyone out there that's got a connection at the wedding summit in las vegas <coughs> allenberg then that is my next thing on the list and there i have no doubt that i will achieve that at some point and i and actually at this point i think it's really important in case we don't cover it if you're listening to this and you're thinking well i don't have connections like i it's great becca you're really well connected i don't have any so therefore i can't do this i just want to take a moment for you right now to say you can make the connection. So my first job in TV, I talked about being at the um, at the news station. But then yeah. I went to university and I needed another job in TV. And I didn't. That was my only connection. I had zero connections. And there was a TV show at the time with Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I'm a massive musical theater fan. And I said to my boyfriend, who's now my husband, that's the show I'm going to work on. And he said to me, it's already on the TV, Becca. So you're not going to be able to work on it. But me being me, I looked at all the credits on that TV show. I wrote down everyone's name and I emailed every single person on the credits of the TV show because they're all just first name, dot surname at bbc.co.uk. I emailed them all and said, I'm available next weekend if you want someone to come and work for free. And I had a lot of people ignore me and one person <laughs> emailed me back and say yes. And so the following Saturday, I went from sitting on my bed at university watching the TV show with Andrew Lloyd Webber to being there in the TV studio working alongside Andrew Lloyd Webber. Not because I was well connected, not because my parents had friends in the BBC, but because I just wrote down the names on the credits. So no one come to me or Paul or Jesse after this episode and say, that was great, but I'm not well connected because you absolutely can be. You've just got to have the tenacity and the confidence to just put yourself out there. And I always think if you get a no, you're no further back than you are today. But if you get a yes, it will push you forward. And this is it. And you've got to start realising the no's don't matter. They just don't matter. Um, and and 
yeah, I might have a contact that has something to do with the Vegas thing as well. Um, if you want, I'll, I'll make some phone calls tomorrow. I'll make some phone calls, see how much he has to do with it uh, and see if he's got any connections over there. Um, but wouldn't that be funny if the reason you get to do that is because you came on this dodgy little podcast and I went, yeah, I'll talk to my mate, Pete. It's all good. It's all good. Absolutely. And if you do, then I will mention you in my talk while I'm there. That is a promise. And I've already told you I stick to my promises. My mate, networking still being free. So you, mate, there would, we, there would be a bunch happen. of Americans going, who's that? Who's she on about? Uh, don't know that one. Dodgy bloke. Wrote some book. Don't know him. Um, and, and actually saying that, I'm going to look at Jesse when I say this. Jesse, can Becca take over our sales for mental theft? She's just dynamite. Absolutely. Mate, your attitude is perfect. You mentioned earlier something about David Beckham. Yes. So I promised you that at the beginning of this podcast, if you listen, I'd let you know how you could be only five connections away from David Beckham. Now, you might have heard of a theory that I love called the six degrees of separation, which is where everyone on the planet is basically only six connections away from each other. And that was a really old theory. But recently, I think it was Microsoft did some research to find out if it was true. And they discovered, actually, yes, it is true that everyone on the planet can be connected to each other with just six connections, which is like, great, that's fun, until you actually think about it. And that means you're only six connections away from Beyonce, you're only six connections away from the editor of Vogue, you're only six connections away from the guy who books the speakers at the Las Vegas wedding show. And so that suddenly becomes really powerful. And we've all done that thing on Facebook, right? Where we, we go and find someone on Facebook, we do a bit of stalking and we realize we've got these mutual friends from totally different walks of life, okay? That's the six degrees of separation. However, I realized that I actually was closer than six degrees of separation to David Beckham. So I'm gonna talk you through how that works. So there was a lady I used to work with at the radio station. Her name was Helen, fabulous lady, loved working with her. Her daughter, who was young at the time, um, is called Mia, Mia Regan, who actually is one of the most famous it girls of the moment. Why? Because she's dating Romeo Beckham, whose father's David Beckham. And therefore, I'm only four steps away from David Beckham, which means if you're friends with me and you connect with me, then you're only five steps away from David Beckham. And uh, go ahead, find me on Instagram and you two can just be five connections away from David Beckham. Mate, that's awesome. I love that. Right, and on that, I, do you know what? I think you've been an absolute whirlwind. I'm so glad you spent some time, and you, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, but I'm going to ask you that one last question that I warned you about, okay? So what, Becca, is your one nugget of information you want everyone to walk away with? The thing I want you to remember as you go out into your day tomorrow is whoever you speak to, whether it's on the school run, at the gym, in work, on a podcast, wherever it is, every single person you speak to could be the one connection that could transform your business in that moment. So don't discount anyone. Be nice to everyone. Be friends with everyone. Help as many people as you can, because that one person could transform everything. Such a good point. Such a good point. Yeah, a few years back now, this guy came up to me at a wedding fair. He was so underdressed. It was unbelievable. He looked like he didn't want to be there. And I still, I treated him like I would treat everyone. And I just, buddy, can I just do some tricks for you? Don't worry. You don't have to book me. You don't have to pay a thing. I just want to show you some magic tricks. Did some tricks for him. He went, that's awesome. How much? And I was like, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm rubbish at selling. I don't like selling, but I like doing magic tricks. And he went, yeah, I know. So how much to have you at my wedding? And I, and I just said, well, these are my normal prices. He went, brilliant. You booked. Do you want me to pay you now? And loads of other suppliers had ignored him because they thought he had no money and wasn't going to buy anything because I was nice to him. I was the one who found out that this guy was absolutely loaded and his bride was doing all of the prep and booking everything that she wanted. And he turned around and went, the one thing I want is that bloke doing magic tricks. And she went, yeah, he's there then. And that was it. Just because I was nice to a guy that everyone else ignored. Absolutely just doesn't make sense right do you do you have anything else you want to tell us because if you do i'm going to give you a chance if not i'm going to say uh we'll go to mine and jesse's chat you're good seriously becca in that 45 minutes you fit in more than most people would in three hours that was absolutely amazing 
Becca, thank you so much for coming along. Do you want to shout goodbye to everyone? Yeah, goodbye. Come find me on Instagram, make a connection. Uh, you'll find me at Becca Poutney, P-O-U-N-T-N-E-Y. And what we'll do is Jesse's brilliant. He'll put links up to your site. He'll probably put a link up to your Facebook page if that's all right. And we'll tell people about the summit when that next comes around as well. Ladies and gents, that is Becca. She is awesome. I Seriously, I cannot thank her enough for being here and giving us some of her time. We're now going to go to the bit of the show where you hear a little advert and then it'll be me and Jesse talking about Becca behind her back and she won't get to hear any of it until the show goes out. See you in a minute, guys. Ladies and gents, I need to tell you about NerdCon. This is being run by really good friends of this show, Mr. Brad Burton and Mr. Paul Spicer, who is basically middle-aged gamer guy UK on Twitch. Both of them have been on the show. We love both of them to bits. And this August the 17th in 2022, they are running... Ah, oh, Jesse, how would you describe it? It's a nerdy, geeky event, isn't it? It's an absolute nerd fest. Uh, well where Paulie and I are going to fit right in. It's, oh, we're going to be there. We're going to be playing arcade games. I'm going to be messing about. I'm going to be playing pinball. I'm going to be playing... How many arcade games are there? Oh, hundreds. Of, there's three floors, basically. And then there's... So there's three floors of games. So once you've paid your ticket to get in, basically you've got free access to all of the games. And then they've got live shows. They've got competitions. There's cash prizes on stuff I've just heard. So there's all sorts I'm of gonna stuff going to steal on. a load of stuff. I'm going to nick as much as I can. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that publicly. No, you shouldn't. Ah, oh, well. Damn it. Everybody knows what you do for a living, right? Yeah, no, nobody. They'll trust me, right? I just won't wear the hat. Nobody oh, there, there will be stalls. So you won't be stealing from them. You'll be paying for stuff from the stalls. And there's a burger bar. There's a, for lunch, there's a burger bar and they do hot dogs and yeah. burgers and stuff and stuff. I'm so and, happy. And, and like alcohol bars for those who are... I'm going to... Oh, yeah, alcohol. We, we hardly have a drink. Might have a beer. Um, ladies and gents, go have a look at www.nerdcon.co.uk. Buy your tickets there. Welcome back, everyone. See, what did we tell you? Isn't she awesome? She is right, Jesse. Okay, so many people that I know want to get into television and want to work in there. Mate, she absolutely hammered it. She got into there. She was successful in there, and now she's helping wedding business owners, and she's absolutely nailing it again. Yeah. I mean, what? How did you find out about her? How did you first meet her? Um. It was it was a random one. Basically, somebody, somebody, base. I can't remember who, but somebody basically mentioned to me that there was this wedding online wedding fair happening. Yeah, and I thought, all right, give it a go. Yeah, and basically, so what Becca had done before lockdown was organise these. Um, I say wedding fair. It was as in for wedding suppliers. Yeah, okay. So they had been in-person events, and the whole point of them was you did networking, and then you also then sat in on with guest speakers, and I don't know how long they were when they were in person. But then basically, as a result of lockdown, she went, okay, we'll do this online. Now, the number one thing to say is that she did a two-day guest speaker event for the wedding industry. You got me along to some of that, didn't you? Oh, like that, a- that was the second one that I took, got you to go to. Oh, so, so I didn't see the first one. It was no, the second one. You, you saw the second one. So I went to the first one and it was free. She was doing it for free. Now, as you know, there are a lot of... Um, how do I put this? There are a lot of coaches. Yeah. For anyone listening... A ghost in Jesse's studio has just thrown an easel across the back of his office. Um, I expect that YouTube clip to go viral. Be <laughs> saying it's ghosts are real. I'm hoping Luna will pop her head up any second and just. No, go. no, I, I moved all of that around earlier and it was just unstable. But oh, okay, no, no, no. Let's blame a ghost. It would we'll get viral viewers and stuff. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Do you know what, mate? I know you're like this. You'll clip that little bit and go, look, ghosts in Newton's Nuggets. There we go. We've got this. 
Um, so the um, what I really liked with it because it, anybody who listens to this knows that there are, especially through, during lockdown, but there has been for about four or five years now, a whole raft of people doing freebies where you get a little bit of something, but not yeah. not enough, and then you go and do a paid course, right? Yeah. And what I liked about it was the entire two days was aimed at giving you value, that everything was value. And then yeah. at the end of it, there was a sales pitch, but it lasted about five minutes. <laughs> I've got to say this, the second one you got me onto, um, because I knew we both discussed it and I was quite busy at that time. Yeah. I was literally like, mate, I'm going to be jumping in and out, but I will hop in. And I remember that woman who started talking about uh, an NFT she had done that was a yep. mess. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, I'm glad you said yes to that because my brain just went mushy then after that. <laughs> she was talking about high-value um, clients, and yep. her talk on it was brilliant. Um, and Alan, I, I watched some of Alan's talk there, and that made me go, oh, I like him. Yeah. Every time Becca would introduce, I would always think she's just dropped a load of value in there as well. Yeah. And and like you said, and then Becca would do her own sessions, but they were they were value as well. Yes. And actually, the the one you saw, which was this year, there was no sale at the end of it. No, there wasn't, was there? There was no sale at all, because and that's what I really like about the way Becca works. And I've still got access to it. I can still go back. Yeah. And watch it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the thing I love about the way that Becca works is that it's all about adding value, adding value, adding value. There's no hidden and giving you a little bit as a taster and then building a load of hype so that you'll spend a load of money with me. In fact, Nancy, while while we're talking about this, I will say um, Becca's Facebook group, it's it's titled something like the wedding pros who are ready to grow. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, And when I say that, I'm going to tell people that. (laughs) She's also doing a podcast with the same title. So if you want to hear more from Becca, please go look at her podcast. Go look at her Facebook group. Good. Yeah, so when we, when we actually interviewed her, which feels like ages ago now because we've been so far ahead, um, Becca was literally just talking about, I'm about to do release this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's been going, again, free podcast. Um, yeah. But... And there's no not loads and loads and loads of sales pitch or anything there. It's they're really good episodes. Um yeah. so there there's things on a there's things you'd kind of expect, like um the one last week uh was bl- about blogging and the, about how to be better at blogging and things. Um but the week before that was an interview with someone and it was all about going from being employed to quitting your job and becoming self employed. This and, is it. She she says she's aiming at wedding pros, but a lot of her lessons could be used by any business owner. So the first, I think it was the first episode, was called mm-hmm. Five Mistakes a Wedding Business Makes. That you basically, It was basically all about five things that she sees a lot of, a lot with like wedding professionals that are really big mistakes. And I'm sat there thinking, it's got, realistically, it doesn't have anything to do with the wedding industry. I see a lot of these things everywhere. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and, and so actually, even if you're not a wedding person, you could probably get a lot out of listening to a lot of this. And didn't I? Right, I'm hoping you don't tell me I'm wrong because if I'm wrong on this, I need you to edit it out. <laughs> didn't I see you did a styled shoot with a load of people that you met through her group recently. Yeah, I just posted a load of social um, content recently. I'll probably try and stick links to it in the tags and. If you're on YouTube, yeah, dude, mate, there might be some pictures now. But, I, yeah, I always there's... love your work anyway, and I'm biased towards your photography work. But, but mate, some of those shots are gorgeous. Yeah, it was an amazing event, like experience that we put together. Um, yeah. But all yeah. of that came through her free group. So, I, so um, open book. I pay to be part of Becca's paid group, which mm-hmm. isn't a lot of money. So, basically, uh, that was that was basically back to the story about how I kind of met Becca was at the end of the first one she did a branding course and it was really cheap and part of that was getting part of what she was offering was being featured on um, engaged weddings it was called something else then it's gone through a rebrand but <clears throat> but basically she has an award-winning wedding blog mm. um, and it's massive and and the amount the amount for her course was 
less than I would have paid for just the advertising on Engage. Um, but that branding course helped me completely change how I view my business and what I've been doing and being really clear about my messaging and my style and all of those things. So many different things were included in it. It's what Becca's all about. Um, and then as a res- result of all of that, because I knew who I was and was have been putting that message out there, Becca, somebody in Becca's free group basically was looking for a photographer and I got tagged in this post that she did and she wanted the photographer for this style shoot, which is how I got involved with this thing. Mate, your, um, your focus on the way your business is seen has changed a lot yeah. in the last few months. Is that down to what you've been working on with? Yeah, so I, I it's, it's changed a lot in a year. So this time mm. last year, I was probably working with Becca through the first thing that I was just finishing off that. And then this whole year has been working towards roughly where I am now. Mate, um, and it's, but all of those things are things that she, a lot of it she gives out for free. Um, you'll learn loads of different things like that. The course was, had extra value obviously, because it was teaching me about specifically. She how was also, um, when we were chatting, she was talking about a face to face networking event as well. Yeah. And if that comes off at a time that I can be there, I'm going to get along to it. Yeah. Good. So she, um, Bex is based in home counties. Um, so during lockdown, she was like the voice of home count of the wedding industry on the home counties radio and things. She's the person that people get to to do interviews about what the wedding industry is thinking and feeling. And she literally asks everybody in all of her groups what everybody's well, thinking well, and feeling before she goes on these interviews. Go, so she actually gets good feedback. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had this chat with you. I was at a wedding fair today. Um, oh, there we go. I'll name drop them. I was at Balmer Lawn's wedding fair today, and it was really nice. I've read some really nice couples that really interesting. Um, I shot a wedding there a few weeks back, and it was fantastic. Such yeah, fantastic people wedding. were telling me some photographer was trying to be abusive to me. <laughs> I can't imagine that. No, no, the description of him was eerily similar to you. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry. At the wedding fair at Balmalone, because some of the people there know what I'm doing with mental theft, and and they can see that mental theft is kind of taking over. Um, but you know, they they some of them turned around to me and said, "Am I going to stop doing weddings?" And I think the reality of it is no. But I am going to be more picky in the future, um, and I see no real downside to that. No. You know, if, if mental theft does take off the way that we think it will, then <coughs> I will have to make better choices. Um, but, you know, it means that I'm only going to be doing the weddings I absolutely really want to do. And why not? Yeah. You know, realistically, why not? Why shouldn't we be running our business the way we want to, rather than going, oh, I need the money because I've got to pay X, Y, and Z? Yeah. Um. Yeah, mate, I I think this is, honestly, Jesse, I think for both of us, this next 12 months is going to get really interesting. Yeah. Um, Right, have we, have we talked about how awesome Becca is enough yet? I think so. Anybody who wants to see her Facebook group or go and listen, her, her podcast is available anywhere you get podcasts just like Newton's Nuggets. So wherever you're listening to us now, go and listen and subscribe and download Becca's podcast. And and just to end the Becca section of this show, um, the nugget that she came up with in there was brilliant. Whoever you speak to could be the one conversation that could absolutely transform your business. So true. You don't know when you're going to have that conversation. I still remember, um, because as Jesse knows, for magic-wise, I do a lot of military gigs and I enjoy them. I have such fun at them. The lady who organises all of them I met her while doing magic at a wedding. Okay. Yeah, she saw me entertain at a wedding, and it was one of those conversations that you have with people when they're a little bit drunk, and they go, oh, I could get you loads of work, I could get you this, I could get you that, you know, what you did to maintain that, brilliant. And you kind of do the, yeah, 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 thanks. And the next week I get a call from her saying, I met you at a wedding, I need to have a chat with you, I want you on my agency's books. And then I went, Oh, <laughs> oh, you were, oh, okay. Then looked up their company and 
Yeah, mate. And you were glad you were you'd been nice to them by that point. Yeah, this is it. Can you imagine with that conversation? I turned around and went, "What a lying what's it!" <laughs> and you know, just told them where to go. And now that lady is—I consider her one of my friends. She's absolutely awesome. So yeah, you never know what that conversation is going to do. Um, right, okay. On to the highly sensible stuff, Jesse. Yes. It's time for the Nuggeteer of the Week. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Now. (laughs) So, um, for a little while now, me and Jesse have been hoping that somebody would send us in a little jingle for Nuggeteer of the Week. Ladies and gents, our nuggeteer for this week is Mr. Tony Edwards, because he sent us that jingle you just heard. And, oh, it's just awesome. <laughs> uh, and I, it was not only did he send us that jingle, I'm yeah. now going to give a shout out to his business, which is Bitsmart, which is an IT company for perfect for you small businesses. Yeah. So go and check that out. I'm going to stick the link in the comments. Go and go and have a look at at that. And the reason why I say that is because Tony sent us two jingles, and the second jingle was something that he didn't know that me and Paulie had discussed in the past. How does he do that? How does he know? He How must be he, sat he, listening. He's put stuff on our computers, and he can. Um, but yeah, basically, he did a second jingle, which allows us to have a sponsor. So if you would like to sponsor Nuggeteer of the Week, we, we think it's going to be like a little th- something, a little token something, a bit like Nuggeteer of the Week's a little token to say thank you to our listeners. Yeah, We don't know what yeah. it's going to be. Come at us with suggestions if you want to sponsor it. So it'll be separate to the normal sponsorship we do. Yeah, it be but- separate to the adverts that we put in. And we're probably going to do this one month at a time, aren't we? Just to try and keep our admin lives a bit easier. Yeah. So you can sponsor Nuggeteer of the Week for a whole month, a calendar month, so that either if that's four weeks or five weeks, we don't care, it's a calendar month, okay? And, yeah, do you know what? For our for our lifestyle, Jesse, I think as long as it's enough for me and you to order a takeaway for our families once a month, we're probably good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it was your priority. I was thinking, as long as it's enough for us to do some, like, LinkedIn or social media ads or something and pull no, takeaway no. and I'm like sold <laughs> enough for the Newton family and the Lawrence family to have a night off and somebody else does the cooking then I'm open to suggestions I'm good with that mate I Jesse this next week I've just looked at my diary for the next week mate it's so all of you who are currently listening to this on the day of release me and Paul are randomly and completely separately at the Excel Center. So if you're listening to this on your way to Excel. You, yeah, you could be seeing me at one of two events. Um, I am I'm keynote speaker for AccountEx and for SITS. Um, and yeah, two very different events, two very different audiences. And um, I'm kind of, re- I'm getting a bit nervous, mate. <laughs> You'll be fine. Really? Yeah, I will. Afterwards, it'll be fine. But it's the it's the manic few days that I've got and putting on the showman face while being manic. And um, I'm I'm at Accountex with my proper job for Dynamics Consultants, Stand 515. Come and see us. And if you do come and see us, the only reason way you're going to know of what the next sentence means, come and give us a thumbs up. There you go. And anyone mentions on our show why Jesse wanted a thumbs up. Or a thumbs down. We'll we'll accept a thumbs down. Don't you dare. Don't you dare do a thumbs down. You're a nug tear. All of those... no, no, actually, we we probably prefer oh. thumbs downs. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I w- okay. Now, why would we want a thumbs down? Come to stand 515 and five at, find out. <laughs> Mate, I'm now worried that your bosses are going to be inundated with people coming up and going, oh, the bloke from Nuggets. <laughs> Well, one of them will be you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your bosses will see me bouncing up in my trolley, going. Ah. <laughs> they know who you That's are, awesome. so it's fine. See, when you say fine, 
That doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, you're, I, I like the place you work at. I, I think they're very right for you. Um, <laughs> until I've got enough money to put you away from them. That's all I'm saying. I'm oh, I wouldn't say that out loud. No? No, okay, right, got it, got it. So if you want to sponsor Newton's Nuggets for about 120k a year, give me a shout. <laughs> um, Bud, I think we're done. That was an awesome interview, mate. It was. I enjoyed that. Um, ladies and gents, we, thank you so much for being here. As every week, we, we don't know why you keep coming back. We don't know why you keep listening. And I, do you know what, Jesse? I reckon there must be a lie in the numbers somewhere. Because I don't understand why seven people keep listening every single week. Seven, sure. Seven. Seven. Ladies and gents, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.